0: This morning, I'm concluding a small series of homilies (coughs) on the prophecy of Elijah, which ends with the calling of Elisha. Hear the word of God as it comes to us from 1 Kings 19, beginning at verse 19. So he set out from there and found Elisha, son of Shaphat, who was plowing there were 12 yoke of oxen ahead of him. And he was with the 12th. Elijah passed by him and threw his mantle over him. He left the oxen, ran after Elijah, and said, let me kiss my father and my mother, and then I'll follow you. Then Elijah said to him, go back again, for what have I done to you? He returned from following him, took the yoke of oxen, and slaughtered them. Using the equipment from the oxen, he boiled their flesh and gave it to the people, and they ate. Then he set out and followed Elijah and became his servant. The Word of the Lord. Holy God, we ask that by your Spirit, You would so inspire our hearing of this text that we might be changed by it, transformed closer into the image of the word made flesh. For we ask it in his name, amen. Elisha was just minding his own business. He was out in the field plowing with 12 yoke of oxen. Now, I don't know a lot about agriculture, and even less about ancient agriculture, but 12 yoke of oxen seems like a lot of oxen for one plow to me. If nothing else, it means that Elisha is probably doing pretty well as a farmer. 12 yoke of oxen. One day, the great prophet Elijah walks by He's fresh from the great showdown on Mount Carmel where he took on 450 prophets of Baal, and then the great theophany on Mount Horeb. And when he walks by, he takes his mantle and he throws it upon Elisha. This is the same mantle that Elijah used when he was on Mount Horeb and covered his face with it when he stood in the presence of God. It's the same mantle he would later use to throw upon the waters, to divide them. This mantle is to Elijah what the staff was to Moses. It was a sign of his holy calling from God. And now we find that mantle on Elisha. And somehow, Elisha just knows that his life has forever changed. And now he will enter the prophetic ministry behind Elijah. Note that there's really no discernment process here. There's no committee reviewing this. There's no Sunday school teacher who says, someday you're gonna go to Princeton Theological Seminary. Even more significantly, Elisha doesn't apply for this calling. He's doing fine with his 12 yoke of oxen. But now he knows that his life has just been changed. And he will enter the prophetic ministry. He runs up to Elijah. And all he says is, just let me kiss my father and my mother goodbye, and then I will follow you. Elijah responds by saying, Gone back? What have I done to you? Which is not exactly the same thing as saying, Welcome to our ministry. <laughs> I think that Elijah's point was, I'm not the one who called you. I actually very much believe in committees and bishops and Sunday school teachers who help us discern our calling. But let us be clear that at the end of all that process, it is God who does the calling. But note that God does not call Elisha out of the blue. No, what he does is to take the mantle that was upon Elijah and now toss it upon Elisha's shoulders. Ministry is never invented. It does not matter how mystical your sense of calling may be. It does not matter how creative your plans are for ministry or for scholarship. It does not matter how attuned you are to your generation's affections and yearnings, be clear that the ministry you have will have been conducted by someone before you. There's always someone else who previously had the mantle that is now being placed upon your shoulders. Ministry is always and only an inheritance. Perhaps that inheritance comes to you from a mentor, or a pastor, or a professor. Hopefully it comes from the scholarship here which immerses you in the great tradition, our great tradition, of prophets and priests, apostles, theologians and mystics, and thousands of years of ordinary people who have faced every hardship and opportunity and temptation that you could possibly face, but when the mantle was placed upon their shoulders, they said yes to it. I will go and I will follow. That's the mantle that's being given to you, loaned to you. This mantle is no doubt tattered by the adversity of leadership and stained by the leader's failures. But still it persists as that symbol of God's holy calling upon your life. It's striking that when Elisha says yes to this mantle being tossed upon his shoulders, he has no idea where this is gonna lead in his life. He doesn't know how he's going to make ends meet, at this point he doesn't even know what he's gonna say to his parents when he kisses them goodbye. All he knows is that he has to follow it. But first, the text tells us, he slays his oxen. He cooks the meat, he gives the food away to the people, and then he follows, but first, He slays the oxen. He sacrifices his just-in-case alternative plans. He's not saying if this ministry thing doesn't work out, I can always go back to being a successful farmer. No, no, he is all in. There is no going back. The oxen are dead. He's committed. Here at the seminary, We encourage people to come here who are not at all clear about their calling, whose only real sense of call is to find a call. I think that's spectacular. I think seminary is a wonderful place to discern your calling, absolutely. But you know, there comes a time to slay your oxen, to make the commitment, to say yes to the mantle that's upon your shoulders. To give up thinking about alternative plans. At least do that before you start interviewing. <laughs> when you're talking to the search committee of a congregation, or a PhD admissions committee, or the board of a nonprofit organization, they don't want to hear that you're still in discernment about your calling. They want you to be committed to this call. They want you to be all in. And there is so much freedom on just saying yes to the call. Where that will lead you, that's up to God. All I can promise you is that it will take more twists and turns than you could possibly imagine. What's up to you? is to say yes, slay the oxen and wear the mantle. In the name of the Father, Son and Holy Ghost, amen.